Hello, this is Nigdha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 15th of September. India reported close to 84,000 new cases of COVID-19 in the last 24 hours, pushing the country's tally to over 4.9 million or 49 lakhs. This is the lowest daily rise in new cases in a week. More than 1,000 fresh fatalities were reported, pushing the country's death toll to over 80,000. The Minister of State for Health and Family Welfare, Ashwini Chaube, confirmed that around 40 lakh people have been kept under surveillance under the government's contact tracing efforts in the country. Joining the slew of politicians testing positive for COVID-19 is Delhi's Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sasodia, who tested positive for the virus yesterday. Delhi's Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal, meanwhile, stated yesterday that Delhi is conducting the maximum number of COVID-19 tests globally. He substantiated his claim by providing data that while in countries like UK, 3,000 tests are conducted per million people and in US, 1,388 tests are conducted per million, Delhi has as many as 3,057 COVID-19 tests conducted per day per million. Even as the number of cases continue to increase in the capital, Delhi's Health Minister Satendra Jain has assured the public that the surge of COVID-19 cases will reduce in the next 10 to 15 days. The BJP President Ashwani Sharma, along with 40 others, were charged by the Punjab police for holding a political gathering in Patankot. Adding to the anxiety around the economy, the Asian Development Bank has predicted that India's economy will decline by 9% in the financial year of 2020-2021. In a bleak statement, Adar Poonawala, the CEO of Serum Institute in Pune, has claimed that it will take 4-5 to five years for everyone in the world to get the COVID vaccine. He said that despite wanting to be optimistic, no one has come close to producing the estimated 15 billion doses of the vaccine that the world would require. A day after a popular Bhojpuri actor and BJP MP Ravi Kishan accused Bollywood of having a drug addiction problem, veteran actor and Samajwadi Party leader Jaya Bachchan clapped back by saying that people are biting the hands that feed them. Ravi Kishan, alluding to the recent investigation of Rhea Chakrabarti and her brother in the Sushant Singh Rajput death case, said in the parliament, and I quote, Drug addiction is in the film industry too. Several people have been apprehended. The NCB has been doing very good work. Unquote. He further went on to claim that the drug problem in the industry was a conspiracy by neighbouring countries of Pakistan and China to destroy the country's youth. Jaya Bachchan's scathing response also indirectly referred to actor Kangana Ranawat when she said, and I quote, People who have made a name in the industry have called it a gutter. I completely disagree and I really disassociate. Unquote. She further insisted that the entertainment industry was being flogged by social media in order to divert people's attention from the depressing financial situation of the country. She also criticised the government for not providing the entertainment industry any support. She highlighted the industry's contribution to the economy and to the international stature of India. She said that 5 lakh people have been provided direct, while 5 million have been given indirect employment by the entertainment industry in India. She also said that there are people in this industry who are some of the country's highest taxpayers. However, Ravi Kishan remained unfazed by the fellow actor's remarks, saying that he expected her to support him in the issue and that there was a need to bring change to this industry. Yogi Adityanath, the Chief Minister of Uttar Pradesh, announced that a Mughal museum under construction in Agra will be named after the Maratha king Chhatrapati Shivaji Maharaj. The Mughal museum will be constructed on a six-acre plot of land near the Taj Mahal. It will also house details about Mughal culture including artefacts, paintings, cuisine, costumes, arms and ammunition and performing arts. 
It was approved in 2015 when the Samajwadi Party was in power. Interestingly, Chhatrapati Shivaji Maharaj, the 16th century Maratha king, is very well known for having fought the Mughals most of his life. The chief minister defended his stance by saying, and I quote, "How can our heroes be Mughals?" Unquote. He tweeted saying that there was no place for the mentality of slavery in the country and that the real hero is Shivaji Maharaj. The Congress party has criticized the chief minister for trying to whitewash history instead of focusing on development. Since coming to power in 2017, the chief minister has renamed several places in the state from Allahabad to Prayagraj, Mughal Sarai to Pandit Deendayal Upadhyay Nagar and Faizabad as Ayodhya. Sophie Zhang, a former Facebook data scientist, has accused the platform of allowing fake accounts to influence elections in countries including India, Brazil, Spain, Bolivia, Ukraine and Ecuador. In her memo, she insisted that the social media giant has ignored evidence in many cases and has allowed these fake accounts to flourish. Her memo also mentioned that a thousand actors were working to influence the Delhi polls that took place early this year. When she raised an alarm and demanded action against these fake agents from the website, she was allegedly told that human resources are limited. Facebook responded to the statement by assuring its users and saying, and I quote, "We've built specialized teams working with leading experts to stop bad actors from abusing our systems, resulting in the removal of more than 100 networks for coordinated inauthentic behavior." Unquote. Facebook further clarified that it was working full time to address the problems of spam and fake engagement. Facebook had also come under fire in August when the Wall Street Journal reported that the public policy executive of the company in India, Anki Das, had opposed applying hate speech rules to at least four organizations and individuals linked with the BJP. This was done despite the fact that the social media platform had flagged the posts by them internally for promoting or participating in violence. BJP IT minister Ravi Shankar Prasad had denied this claim and conveniently called Facebook as being biased against it. He said that the Facebook India team harbored a certain political belief which had lost in the democratic elections in the country and was now trying to dominate public discourse through the platform. He had also accused the company of deleting pages supporting the right of center ideology before the 2019 general elections. In what might come across as shocking to many, the BJP government in the parliament today on being asked the total number of migrants who had lost their lives while trying to return to their homes responded saying no such data was available. We all know that our country saw a terrible migrant workers crisis owing to the lockdown enforced by the central government to control the pandemic. The lockdown rendered lakhs of migrant laborers jobless that set off a mass exodus. Many workers undertook long journeys as far as 1000 kilometers on foot. According to data provided by the Labor Ministry, over 1 crore migrant workers returned to their home states during this period. States like Uttar Pradesh and Bihar received as many as 32 lakhs and 15 lakhs workers respectively. However, not all travelers were able to make it back home. The Railway Protection Forces data shows that nearly 80 migrant workers died of starvation, heat sickness or exhaustion while traveling on trains between May 9th and May 27th alone. Aldrin Lingdo, 20 years old, cause of death, suicide. The young man from Shillong, Meghalaya was found hanging on the terrace of an eatery in Agra, Uttar Pradesh where he worked. He had allegedly been told to leave by his employer when the lockdown closed the eatery. In a suicide note found by the police he said his employer ignored his pleas for help. Ranveer Singh 39 years old cause of death exhaustion. He worked as a delivery man in Delhi. 
He walked about 200 kilometers before collapsing from exhaustion. He died along the way 80 kilometers away from his home in Madhya Pradesh's Murena. Puneet, 20 years old. Dharambir, 21 years old. Jogender, 20 years old. Cause of death unknown. The three were walking from Gurgaon to their hometown in Uttar Pradesh's Amroha district. Their bodies were found buried in a 15-foot deep pit in Sakatpur in Gurugram. Dear listeners, where the government seems to have failed, the media tried to do its job. The names I mentioned were just a few of the hundreds of migrant workers who lost their lives during the course of the coronavirus lockdown. They died as they had lived in anonymity. Save for a few that sparked momentary social media outrage, the deaths of these migrant workers went largely unnoticed and unmourned, their stories untold. But they shouldn't have. So our reporter Chehek Gupta, in an effort to fill this glaring gap, has been maintaining a list of migrant workers who died after the lockdown was imposed in late March. It is by no means exhaustive and we are still trying to identify several migrant workers whose deaths have been confirmed and it is highly likely that many deaths have not even been reported yet. Chehek's report is titled 170 and counting. Migrant workers killed by the lockdown. You'll find it on our website newslaundry.com. And while you're at it, do check out the other stuff we do. We have a bunch of in-depth ground reports, podcasts, video interviews and a lot more. Might I remind you that News Laundry is a 100% ad-free news platform and that is because we believe in the independence of news. And that can only happen if you, the public, pays to keep news free. So if you think we're doing a good job, I urge you to hit that subscribe button on the top right corner of our website. The minimum monthly plan begins at 300 rupees a month only. That is more than what you'd spend buying a day's worth of groceries. So please do subscribe. Coming back to news from the parliament, the government also failed to answer a question on whether relief had been provided to the migrant victims' families. It responded, and I quote, question does not arise in view of the previous question, unquote. The BJP government also did not have data on the state-wise breakup of the distribution of free ration provided to migrant workers. The government also failed to produce data on the number of job losses that had occurred during the pandemic. Rahul Gandhi took the opportunity to lash out at the center. He said in a tweet and I quote, "Did the death not take place if you did not count? But yes, it is sad that the government was unaffected by it. The world saw their deaths, only the Modi government was not aware of it." Unquote. And now for some international updates. According to the Johns Hopkins University tracker, There are over 29 million confirmed infections of COVID-19 in the world. The death toll stands at above 927,000 and is expected to pass 1 million by October. The World Health Organization has warned European countries of the upcoming rise in COVID-19 cases. The organization's Europe director said, and I quote, "It's going to get tougher. In October, November, we're going to see more mortality." Unquote. He also said that the virus has highlighted the strengths and weaknesses of the European healthcare system. The US trial of AstraZeneca's COVID-19 vaccine remains indefinitely on hold. Even though the WHO has regarded AstraZeneca's vaccine as the most promising, the trials of the vaccine hit a snag this month. This happened after a British volunteer developed a severe side effect after being administered with a dose of the vaccine. Britain has restarted its trials after the review but the US is still awaiting the investigation of the US Food and Drugs Administration about the safety of the vaccine. China is trying hard to win the vaccine race with four COVID-19 vaccines in the final stages of clinical trial. A Chinese health expert said that the coronavirus vaccines may be ready for public use as early as November. 
Moving on to other stories, the US President Donald Trump has dismissed concerns over climate change on a visit to fire-ravaged California, telling an official, and I quote, I don't think science knows about global warming. It'll start getting cooler, you just watch, unquote. Blazes in several states have burned vast areas of land and killed at least 36 people since early August. Scientists say that human activities have driven up global temperatures, but President Trump has blamed poor forest management for the fires that have burned almost 2 million hectares of land in California, Oregon and Washington state. During his visit to the U.S. West Coast, Trump, who has often denied climate change, repeated his argument on forest management as he met Californian officials involved in the battle against the wildfires. Earlier on Monday, Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden had called Trump a climate arsonist. In 2018, President Trump had criticized California's forest management, pointing to Finland, where he said they raked and cleared the forest to prevent fires. And now for some homegrown stuff from Newslaundry.com. Did you know that it is estimated that one child goes missing in India every eight minutes? That's one entire classroom full of students disappearing every few hours. Almost 40% of them are never found. Families are torn apart. Tune in to the latest episode of Let's Talk About, where I delved into the complexities of child trafficking in India. How and why it is so prevalent, what forms it takes, who is the most vulnerable, and what is being done to prevent it. Through a series of sobering interviews, I spoke to victims, experts, and journalists on the front lines to understand the many aspects of India's child trafficking crisis. You'll find the podcast on newslaundry.com. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.